0: Welcome friends, you're listening to the Swears and Does Hair podcast for bridal hairstylists and makeup artists looking to take their business to new levels. Here we tackle topics such as mindset, finances, balancing business with motherhood, and healthy strategies to keep your body and mind supporting your business rather than holding it back. I'm your host, Sue Minsky, business coach for bridal hairstylists and creator of the Next Level Bridal Business Program. Thanks for joining me. I can't wait to dig into today's topic, so let's get started. Hi, and welcome to today's episode where we are talking all about healthy eating and healthy eating choices for busy bridal hairstylists and makeup artists. Now, if you're like me, you don't always make the healthiest eating choices, and you don't always stop to make sure that you're starting out your day correctly with healthy foods rather than coffee, energy drinks, or something that we grab at the drive-thru. And the same can be said for the opposite end of the wedding day, where we've now starved ourselves all morning, and then we are left with the shakes, with headaches thirsty and then just cramming in as many calories as we can fit into our faces on the drive home. So uh, today's guest I have with me is Paige Pennick. She is a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. And she and I have a wonderful conversation for you where you can hopefully get some valuable information on how to make better, healthier eating habits um, for uh, during busy bridal season. So let's get into today's interview. Thanks so much for joining me, Paige. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today. Um, I'd love if you could take a few moments to kind of introduce yourself to the audience and tell us more about what you do.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. And uh, I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. Uh, super long title, I know, but <laughs> we won't go into that. But uh, and I'm also a certified personal trainer. Uh, so yeah, help people with food and nutrition and exercise related stuff.
0: Awesome. Well, I know that as bridal artists, uh, often don't really have time to make or eat healthy breakfasts before a wedding, and we aren't really eating until noon or later. Um. At as a you know, a, a dietitian, is this something that is bad for our bodies as women?
1: The short answer is, it's not ideal. Okay. Um, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it, it is ideal to be eating throughout the day, mm-hmm. starting within about an hour of waking. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. is the short answer. <laughs> gotcha,
0: yeah. And what does um delaying our eating kind of do to us then? Uh, how is that affecting – is it like throwing us out of whack or, or what does it do to us?
1: Yeah, so when – I mean, I'm picturing – I have not done this work myself, uh-huh. but when – I mean, I've been a uh, bridesmaid about seven times. Gotcha. So I have an idea okay. – <laughs> of of on the go what what um you know the audience might be doing what their day might look like and um i'm thinking well by not eating by putting it off we're talking about feeling maybe a little more run down uh uh, more lethargic Uh um feeling maybe a little shaky, uh, maybe some cravings and overeating later on at the end of the day. Oh, yeah,
0: totally. Uh, I know that like the second <laughs> I get in my car, and was like food and like, you know, whatever the, the closest drive-through is, I get through and I'm just like, just give me one of everything, please. And I'm going to just shovel it all in my face on my drive home and, and then I'm going to hit the couch and I'm going to pass out for an hour and nobody better freaking wake me up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's because your body has been wanting food since you got up, mm-hmm. but you've unfortunately, because of what you're doing right now, uh-huh. and because I mean, so many people do this for so many reasons, yeah. but yeah, your body's been like, feed me, feed me, feed me. And you've been like, no, I'm busy, dude. And then eventually <laughs> you've got the time to do it. And it's like, oh my gosh, I need the food so bad. Yeah. And yeah.
0: So, um, when it comes to like intermittent fasting, because I know that kind of delaying, you know, our, our eating schedules until later on in the day, you know, closer to noon or whatnot. Um, if we haven't eaten since the night before, uh, intermittent fasting is like this big fad right now. A lot of people talk Mm -hmm. about how great it is for losing weight. Um, is that something that works better for men versus women? Is it, is it actually good for women to have um, a set eating schedule and, and eat within waking up? Or could we incorporate this into an intermittent fasting style of routine? Um, what's your take on that?
1: So this may be a big duh to anyone listening, uh-huh. but <laughs> Breakfast. If we break that word up, it is break fast. Uh-huh. So we are fasting while we are sleeping. Mm-hmm. We fast every day when we sleep. So when we get up in the morning, we we technically fasted, and that's when it's time. That's why it's like okay, feed yourself now. Mm-hmm. So I am not. I I wouldn't talk a, a man woman thing here. Okay, it's just I know, I know that the media and celebrities. I get so frustrated with them when it comes to food because they are. F- feeding no pun intended this junk to us mm-hmm. and what the science says what actually works I mean I work with people with this stuff like, uh-huh. Exactly. they've yeah. been fasting they've tried it and it doesn't work mm-hmm. and you might say okay yeah I saw this person who lost weight but here's another piece that we're not talking about is how do they feel how's their energy how are their cravings exactly. are they jumping in the car running to the fast food place uh-huh. so just because maybe they lost weight doesn't mean and that's one piece of the whole puzzle. Uh-huh. So I'm really not I will would not recommend it. I don't recommend it. Uh-huh. Um yeah.
0: <laughs> so we should be eating within an hour of waking up. Um so do you have any recommendations for, you know, healthy eating on the go um since we can't eat while working um and you know Sometimes just getting up that much earlier to like scramble some eggs and make a full breakfast for ourselves is not really feasible. Like I know I'm not a morning person. And so when I get up at, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning for a wedding, I... I'm just like, just hand me a cup of coffee. It's hard enough for me to struggle through like having to shower and do my hair and do my makeup, get dressed, pack my kit, get in the car, check my direction. Like there's so many other things that I need to do to prepare for that wedding and to get in the right mental space that I'm not necessarily thinking about, okay, let's make a healthy, well-balanced breakfast. Do you have like recipes or resources or like, ideas on what we can do to kind of overcome that.
1: Yes. And I will note, this is not um, fun or sexy, uh-huh. but <laughs> the more that we can plan, uh-huh. and I don't mean you have to sit down for five hours, uh-huh. not even an hour, but we're, like, what you just described to me is a loop of, I don't have time, so many people are in. I don't have time. I'm rushing, rushing, rushing. I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And you're in this cycle. And so, okay, can we break that cycle? Throw in a little planning beforehand, mm-hmm. like a quick breakfast. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean you have to get up and make eggs and bacon and all this stuff. Maybe it is having some like um, little bars together, okay. whether that's pre packaged or made yourself. Okay. Um, like there's a super easy recipe where you like put oats and banana together. Okay. And you can throw in other things and put it in the oven and you can keep them for like a week or two in your fridge. Oh, that That kind of, yeah. (laughs) There's actually, I like
0: oats and bananas. Those
1: are delicious. There is a recipe on my website for that. Okay. Um, Awesome. (laughs) But uh, yeah, like that's, that's something I'll use. Like when you you need something quick or even potentially when working, uh-huh. if you have a five minute break to run to the bathroom, maybe you, it's not ideal to throw food in your mouth, uh-huh. but if that's all you got, I'd rather you throw it than not eat it at all. So maybe you throw a couple bars in your mouth. Gotcha. <laughs> like,
0: yes. Throw so, bars um, in your mouth. Got
1: it. Yeah. Check. <laughs> or maybe it's, you know, a smoothie or overnight oats that you uh-huh. make the night before and they sit in the refrigerator. Okay. Having that little bit of plan ahead of time so in the moment you don't have to spend 20 minutes or think about it too much Mm -hmm. having those quick options can be helpful
0: so what would be like um an ideal type of breakfast um As far as like food groups and things like that, like, should we be focusing on carbs because those are burned for fast energy? Uh, Or should we be looking more towards, you know, protein for sustainable energy? Uh, What type of food, like if we had to grab something from the refrigerator or from, you know, the cabinet, what type of food should we be reaching for? And what type of foods should we be uh, avoiding?
1: Well, I was impressed with you there with your carbohydrates and your protein. <laughs> are-
0: <laughs> My husband is a, um, a personal trainer, so. <laughs> and and a lifelong athlete. He was training for the 08 Olympics at one point when we first
1: got married. So um, – I know a a little bit, a little bit. (laughs) So I would say carbohydrates, proteins, and fats if you can. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the goal. Each time you're having a meal, to get all three of those. So like avocado toast
0: with a slice of uh, egg.
1: Hey, that is all three, 100%. Yeah. Yes. Or like those little um, oatmeal and banana things I just mentioned, mm-hmm. throwing in some more protein with like nuts okay, and then also they have fats gotcha. um, or seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to get in all three of those is the best way to fuel yourself okay. to keep you going to feeling better. Gotcha. Now, um,
0: I've seen ads for things like, I think it's like called daily harvest or something like that for like those mm, smoothies yeah. that you kind of just toss into you know the blender and can eat and drink on the go are those type of services something that you recommend or do you think that we should focus more on um, sourcing like the fresh ingredients versus um, something like a prepared thing that we can just kind of take and and heat or take and eat?
1: I've actually had some of the daily harvest specifically their uh-huh. stuff and it was really good. Okay. It tastes, I will note though, in my opinion, mm-hmm. no, Hey, but they're a little, I think I feel they're a little pricey. Yeah. Um, You're paying really and- for the convenience. Yeah, and also, but the thing is, I don't see them as convenient as some things because you still have to make it. So Uh, that's (laughs) true. That is true. (laughs) You still have to blend it. You still have to heat it. And a lot of times. From what I've seen, it it's maybe changed in the last six months or so. But when I saw it, it was lower in protein. Okay. So it's great. It's vegetables because mm-hmm. a lot of us don't get enough in. There's plants in there, fruits. A lot of us don't get enough of that in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're great. But I would say if you're going to eat it, it you add to it. You're then gotcha. adding some proteins. You're adding other items.
0: Yes, yeah. I know that I keep like an unflavored protein powder. And sometimes when I don't have like any time at all, um, I'll blend that into my coffee. Um, it makes it a little a little thicker, but I add a little extra um, cream or sugar or something in there to kind of mask the taste. But sometimes it's like, well, at least I'm starting with a little bit of protein um, to kind of kickstart my day. Do you have any um, other ways of adding that in? Um, that's not like the the gross kind of flavored powders, or do you do you think that the powders are something that's you know? It, a good idea.
1: Well, so the ideal there, like what you—if we're talking specifically like coughing coffee, mm-hmm. coffee and adding protein to it, like I mean, the the next goal is let's get in some more food like carbohydrates and fats. Mm-hmm. But if we're just at this place where you're talking, because I think that's awesome, you're like, here's this one step I can do today. Uh huh. It's then all about the small steps. Yes, yes. Um, there is a such thing. There are collagen peptides uh-huh. nowadays. Uh huh. Um, they're flavorless and they like they'll disappear in a hot liquid like a coffee. Yeah. So... Technically, that because um, I've done protein powder in a lot of things, and it ends up being really weird. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like the collagen, <laughs> the collagen peptides. Um, it's in yeah. like the blue jar at Target. Uh, uh, Vital um, Proteins, protein I think it's called.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah Those it. are okay. like the least flavored type of things that I've found. I've tried all the other stuff, and it's just like, hi, my coffee now tastes like chalk, and I'm going to dump it out instead. So now I'm caffeine yeah, yeah. deficient, <laughs> and I have no protein in my system. So
1: I'm just hangry. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I was picturing like whey protein because I was like, yeah. oh, that gets gross. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, gosh, no. That stuff is so gross. I'm not a <laughs>
1: yeah. No, It just doesn't mix well into things. Yeah. It's, it's a I topic. got a,
0: <laughs> I got duped once. Somebody was saying that these like protein chips at Target uh, over by like where the all the protein powders and stuff are tasted just oh. like Doritos. And I got so excited. Oh. And I drove to like three different Targets to try and find these ones. And I ate them. And I was just like <gasps> – I can never trust another word that comes out of your mouth again because this shit does
1: not <laughs> taste like Doritos. I don't like to do that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, we like to oh man. Uh, you can give get me on a soapbox. I'm trying I'm trying to shut up. But yeah, that's gross. Yeah. I don't
0: I don't <laughs> like the like fake protein stuff. And I'm just like, no, let's just get our protein from real foods. Thank you. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's, like- it's especially like in our industry, it's really kind of all we have access to. Like I know I try and find like a protein bar or something like that, I can just toss in my purse. Um, Nine times out of 10, it ends up getting squished and melted. But um, it's the thought that counts sometimes. I'm just like, (laughs) it was there. I chose to keep working instead of eating it. So that's my own fault. But, you know,
1: I tried today. So <laughs> yeah. And that's a good step. Like you were like, okay, here's this step. So then, okay. So then what's the next step? It's actually eating it. So yep. like, okay, what's, the, what's the barrier to me eating it? Uh-huh. Can I break that barrier? Yeah. So it's just those little, yeah. little baby steps. I just need to
0: get that mindset thing of it's okay to take five minutes. And like you said, like stepping away to go to the bathroom. I think so many people in our industry are are living and dying by the the old-fashioned salon kind of mindset of you work, 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 and you double book and you're back-to-back back, and you don't ever really stop and you, you know, you don't take breaks. We don't take breaks because we like money, you know, where it's like you have five minutes to go to the bathroom and you shovel your food and you check your emails and you respond to your texts. And that's not healthy and that's not sustainable for our bodies. Um, and so – We have to kind of get over that mindset of it's okay to take a five-minute break in between clients to step away and say, hey, uh, let me grab a snack real quick so I'm performing at my best. And when I'm done, I can get started on the next person. And that's, I know, my biggest
1: struggle. And then you just put it a great way is that it is also about, yeah. Like, I mean, I haven't, I've have never done like an updo. Uh huh. I mean, that's the current term, right? Yeah, updo. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but I, you know, like I said, I've had them done and I'm imagining like your arms being raised so long. If you have not eaten, I'm wondering maybe there's the potential sometimes you all feel shaky. Yes. And okay. And so, how, there's no way like you're sitting there with your arms raised for, 30 minutes or something, like you need to eat. And that does, if you can present it to them and yourself, maybe like, Hey, I want your hair to be the best possible. Or, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. want your makeup everywhere. So like, give me a minute yeah. because yeah, like you're using, you are some, these people who are doing this work are using their bodies and yet, we so often i don't know if it's a i think it's a societal thing like get run 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 don't feed your body but mm-hmm. your your body needs to be fed for you to do your job absolutely and yeah and you don't want to be worn out at 45 like yeah so yeah i'm yeah. i'm you know 38
0: and i'm yeah, i've been doing this for 15 years and so now i'm kind of reaching that point where i'm like <sighs> fuck this. (laughs) You know, I get up on Saturday mornings and I'm like, I'm too old for this shit. I am too tired. I do not want to be carrying these heavy bags and standing for five or six hours and not eating and all of these little things where it's starting to really take a toll on my body because I have been trying to run at 110% for 15 years. And I have put off so much of taking care of my body. And I know that if I could go back in time and say something to my earlier self, I would say make sure to eat more, make sure to fuel your body because it's just going to burn off your muscle mass. You know, it's not necessarily going to go straight to fat. Your body has to be in, you know, fat burning mode. And so, like, it's, it's going to take a toll on your body to constantly be looking for something to dissolve. It's in your body that it can turn into energy. Uh, and, and you're kind of like dissolving your body from the inside in a not healthy way.
1: And you bring up a good point about protein and muscle mass. Like I know some people are here muscle. No, like, I don't want muscle. But when you talk about just functional muscles to sit, to stand, mm-hmm. to hold your hands up and do hair or your arms, mm-hmm. um, protein is you need protein for your muscles and if you aren't consuming protein your that your muscles end up getting wasted yep. like you are you're saying like they you need protein in your body or your body goes looking for it mm-hmm. and it goes to those current muscles and pulls from them yeah so you need to be putting protein in your body ideally yep. every couple like three to four hours yeah so it it can and also with that you also need the other things as well because they are protein sparing. Mm-hmm. So if you put carbohydrates in your body, it helps spare those proteins so it's not pulling from those. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, yeah, yeah. They're also important. Everything has to be so balanced. Like when I see fad diets come along and it's just like, ugh, you know, like that's just that's not sustainable, that's not healthy, that might be a quick fix. But some people kind of get locked into that that mindset. Like my sister has just been on one long endless diet for the last 20 years and i don't think she's ever really lost any weight if i look at like pictures and the progression in the last 16 years that i've been married like her as a bridesmaid in my wedding to what she looks like now she she has gotten consecutively bigger and it's cuz she's she's trying to chase some new fad diet she'll just be like oh i read this article today and it said you know Bananas are bad for you because they have too much sugar. And I'm like, well, maybe if you're a diabetic, you know, but like bananas aren't inherently bad. There's a difference between like healthy sugars and bad sugars. And, you know, like she's just she doesn't ever stick to one thing. She just kind of keeps jumping from fat to fat to fat. And her body is just constantly in this fight or flight type of mode where it's like, we don't know what you're going to feed us next.
1: And, and you are so right that when you are not feeding your body, for all it knows, you are starving, you are lost in a mountain because you were like, I don't know, hiking up some crazy thing. Uh-huh. So like, it's scared. Where is this food? And it goes into starvation mode and it is fearful mm-hmm. and it is waiting for you to satiate it. Exactly. And so many people are doing what you're talking about, this constant new one new new diet new diet oh the media told me this this magazine said this it's so messed up that that's what we are fed mm-hmm. ah, it's I, I it's disgusting and i just feel like it's about money at the end of the day like i otherwise i can't figure it out yeah um and like hey let's feed the people this buy this buy this buy this and look 20 years later they're still going to feel awful and we're just going to keep telling them to buy something new
0: yeah it was
1: and yeah.
0: Oh, I was gonna say it was. Uh, it was interesting to me. I had a DEXA scan done in March, and after 2020, I knew I had put on a lot of weight, and I couldn't really quite figure out what it was. And I was thinking, well, me, you know, I wasn't working as often um, because a, for a lot of the the year, um, I was shut down. And I used to be a salon uh, hairstylist as well, and that part of my business kind of slowly trickled away during 2020 until I decided. I just wasn't going to do it anymore. And so by this March, I had put on all of this weight and I was trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And I went and I got a DEXA scan done and my body hadn't really gotten so much bigger. I had gotten a little bit bigger in my hips, um, but my numbers on the scale had really felt the same. And looking at my scan, I could just see how much of my muscle had completely atrophied and turned into fat instead. And my husband and I were talking about it, you know, because he was a personal trainer and and knows the nutrition side of things and stuff like that. And he was telling me, he was like, you've basically starved your body too long and it's put you into fat storage mode. Like you just said, you know, your body is like, well, I don't know when you're going to feed me next. I'm assuming we're starving. So let's burn up our muscle for immediate energy because we're lacking protein and let's store our fat because we don't know when we're going to get our next meal. And it was weird to like actually take a look at my eating habits and realize how much of, you know, these, these things that I had been doing to myself had really impacted my health, um, in
1: the last year. And it's, kind of well I think it's kind of uh, I like the science part of it so mm-hmm. I think are interesting you, you had a DEXA and a lot of people don't get that or know what that is but I want to throw in there that well so a you have this information now mm-hmm. but then b if so anybody's listening they're like well, what are you talking about like this doesn't matter whatever <laughs> like you, it's a great example of how your body can change mm-hmm. and your weight can change and there's so many different factors here but, okay, well, what can we do if we don't have a DEXA? You know, mm-hmm. somebody's listening. You can start doing the things we're talking about doing. Exactly, You know, yeah. maybe that's happened to other people. Mm-hmm. And, maybe you know, we don't know because you don't have the awesome information you have. I think it's so cool. You got a DEXA. But – um, It was on Groupon. It, like, it was like 50 bucks. And we were like, sure, <laughs> like let's go that's... do it. You know, let's see. Well, the thing- <laughs> so many people who are trying to get weight loss they don't realize that when you're oftentimes you're doing that you're losing your muscle mass Mm -hmm. and so that's why protein sometimes i don't I don't want to over talk proteins. A lot of people think they need so much, but when we're not getting any.
0: Yeah. Your body (laughs) can only process so much at a time and then it just builds up in your intestines and then you end up with intestinal bloat. So. And
1: yeah. Or it just sits on your body as fat, just like anything else would. Um, So, so yeah, I just say, Hey, and like not only the food, but then that's when we talk exercise and muscle, you know, or um, strength training exercise. Mm -hmm. And that's another piece, but it's just like, I guess I just don't want to, I want to throw out there, like, that's why this stuff matters is that you have this perfect example here that, hey, yes, your muscle can go away. Mm-hmm. Hey, but you can also build it back.
0: Yeah. So um, are there any other healthy habits that we can add to our daily routines to keep our bodies healthy and strong? That's, um, So, you know, we, we've talked about kind of balancing out um, our diets um, and making sure that we are eating and providing our body fuel so that it doesn't start to build up fat. Um, we all talk, you know, we all are told exercise as well, but what are some kinds of um, exercises or other general daily habits that we can do to help support our, our healthy food choices?
1: Well, we talk daily habits. I mean, people know this, I feel like, but just to say it again <laughs> uh, or make it more uh, pronounced there, sleep uh-huh. is such a huge one. Yes. Sleep. And we talk about like hydration, water hydration, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you mentioned caffeine. Yep. Um, if you're just living off coffee, it's it's great to get water in there throughout the day. Uh huh. And I know this one. Um, from what I'm hearing, I'm thinking stress is uh, probably yeah fairly yeah
0: cortisol <laughs> levels lead to fat buildup too. Totally, totally understand that concept.
1: <laughs> and that maybe is like I mean I, I have I have the call map. I have no association with them but I love the app it's they have meditations uh-huh they have a new daily 10 minute meditation every day okay and I'm just throwing it out there as an example you don't have to use an app and uh-huh. for anyone who's never meditated that maybe is like what it doesn't have to be a big thing like mm-hmm. you just turn the app on sit in a room by yourself close a door for 10 minutes and just like chill out uh-huh. <laughs> that's a great place to start when we're talking stress
0: yeah Awesome. So some daily meditation or, or different exercises to help us with lowering our stress levels. I love it. That's awesome. I know as a parent, it's, it's not always like the most feasible things, but thankfully my kids are like 12 and 15. So That's I joke with my husband that he's never allowed to join me in the shower simply for the fact that it is my only guaranteed me time. My boys will not walk into the bathroom while mom's taking a shower. So I have a guaranteed 15 minutes of peace and quiet and nobody asking me, can I have Oreos? Can I, call, can I go over my friend's house? Can I do this? It's my turn on the PlayStation. Like I'm just like,
1: okay, 15 minutes. 15 minutes of peace and quiet. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah and i and i know it is hard especially when you've got kids or little kids yeah so that's why i throw it like i said 10 minutes maybe can you find five yeah exactly it's, grab you know, what you can it? get yes <laughs> get it in where you can and maybe it's instead of watching tv and tuning you, know, you think oh sitting in front of the tv for 30 minutes is great uh, it's it's more helpful if you can cut five or ten minutes out of that mm-hmm. and give yourself that legit real chill time.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I know that, like, watching TV at the end of the night is also one of my stress reliefs. You know, I get anxious when my husband is busy and, like, we can't sit down and watch our shows. And he's, like, doing stuff. And I'm like, are you done yet? Like, it's 9 o'clock. The kids are in bed. Like, this is us time. I just want to curl up on a couch next to you, put something on the TV, and we don't talk to each other for, like, an hour. So. Uh, You know, I'm like, is it time yet? It's 9.05. What's going on? Where's our TV time? So...
1: And I'll throw out there that we, this is no hate on TV, I'm not saying don't do it, uh-huh. but that's why I throw in like the five minute or 10 minute thing because we think we, so many people are like, yeah, that's my relaxed time. And what I'll throw out there is though, our eyes are still moving. Our brains are moving. We're watching this thing and taking it in. Mm. And the mm-hmm. difference of like a meditation is that stuff's not happening. Like you're shutting down on a different, in a different way, different level. Oh, that's so true. And it, there's, it's just different. So I'm not saying don't have the TV, but man, if you can pull ten, five or 10 minutes from it and go do this and do the TV, that would be more helpful. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's it. That's, I'm going to start with that and be like, okay, it is 10 minutes of meditation time. And then
1: you can watch the TV. I'm going to, I'm going to cut 10 minutes out. So And even if you did the TV and then did it, it's a great jump into sleep.
0: That is true. That's probably a better order.
1: Okay, I'm going to make a
0: note. <laughs> That's a better order. Yeah. It
1: just it can help you get to sleep faster potentially. I mean, everyone's different. Yeah. But
0: no, I'm see I'm a, a
1: total night owl.
0: Like I can't turn my brain off before midnight. And so my poor husband because he gets up at 6:15 every morning. Um and he's really awesome as a partner to make sure that like he gets up at 6:15 not for him cuz he works from home. He gets up at 6:15 to make sure our high schooler is like up and ready in the you know, doesn't miss the bus and our kids get to school and then he crashes on the couch for an hour or so. And I get to sleep in (laughs) until like 8.30 every morning. So uh, (laughs) at night when it's like midnight and he's like, can we go to bed please? And I'm like, "Uh, oh yeah, okay. I guess so. Sorry. (laughs) I I didn't realize, I forgot that it's, you know, midnight because my brain is still like acting like it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I'm just a total night owl like that. So probably- taking those 10 minutes to kind of meditate and relax and be like, you know what, let's turn, let's put the phone off. Let's turn, you know, the blue lights from the TV off. Let's lower the brain activity and see if I can maybe fall asleep a little, a little earlier so that uh, I'm not keeping him up so much.
1: And I'll throw out there in case anyone is like, what are the meditation? What? Uh Like I said, the Calm app, she walks you through like, okay, close your eyes, like find a comfortable seated position. So it's not like... I don't know, in case people are like, well, do I have to do this? And do I, what do I do? It Just, just turn it on, like go to a quiet place uh-huh. and just listen to what, she'll tell you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to throw that out there. Awesome.
0: Um, so before we sign off, um, if you could only give one tip to today's listeners for taking better care of their bodies, what would it be? What should their big takeaway um, from today's conversation be?
1: If they're li- taking in what we've talked about today, mm-hmm. I would say what, like what's the first thing is look at what's your next step okay what is is that adding in protein to the coffee or is that getting in a solid you know trying to find a quick breakfast just look at what is the next thing that works for their life that is a a step moving them forward.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I talk about my coaching, you know, the little, little baby steps, you know, those 10% shifts. You know, we don't need to completely revolutionize and transform our business all at once, but taking those small steps over time lead to to better success and I think that that's, you know, better for any any habits and and building a healthy habit is not like what new diet can I start? What new exercise routine can I do? What new big thing? It's just finding those little, like you said, that next step that what's that little 10% shift I can make in my habits today to lead to a healthier life. So thank you. Thank you so much for the conversation today. So um, give us a a quick rundown real quick on where um, today's listeners can find more about you, about your information. Um, You mentioned that you had a recipe uh, on your website. So why don't you go ahead and share that with us?
1: Yeah. Well, so my website is startfuelingbetter.com. And I've got a podcast. So it's you can find it wherever, but it's also startfuelingbetter.com slash podcast. Awesome. And um, I mean, if someone's wanting to take action, I do free events every couple months. Perfect. Um, and they can get free information there. The holidays are coming up and it's a stressful time. Yes. Uh,
0: Everyone's go to make the cookies. My mother-in-law lives with yes. us now and she always does oh. like the holiday cookies. And I'm like, thanks, mom. Yes. Cool. Here goes 10 yeah. pounds of sugar cookies straight to my ass. Love you. Let's start that new year off right. So, all right. Um, I'm going to include the the notes um, or in the the show notes the links um, directly to your podcast as well as your website, um, and then you are on Instagram as well. Correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's 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 start feeling better.
1: Yeah, yeah with periods in between. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Paige, for joining me, and thank you everyone for listening today. I hope you got some great. Information uh, out of today's conversation. As always, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you got a lot of information from Paige about how to make healthier eating choices uh, during bridal season. And now I will leave you with a few bits of information on how to price your services before signing off for the end of the podcast. Do you find it hard to figure out what you need to price yourself in your bridal hair or makeup business? Do you wonder what your market is currently like, who your competition is around you, and how to find a way of differentiating yourself and setting yourself apart from others without lowering your rates? If any of these sound like you, allow me to introduce you to the solution that will bring you the clarity you need to set prices that attract the right brides for your business and eliminate the ones that are blowing up your phone and emails, asking a thousand questions, wanting discounts, and then end up ghosting you in the end. The Ultimate Pricing Guide for Bridal Artists is my mini training that will walk you through exactly how to research your market to find the perfect sweet spot for your beauty business. You'll get answers around vital topics such as travel rates, out-of-town location fees, assistance, holidays, early start times and upgrades, on top of how to effectively price your hair and makeup services to attract your dream brides without stress. Included is even a super helpful calculator so you can see exactly how many weddings you need to book to reach your income goals as well as how to set your minimums so that you're always profitable. Go to www.swearsanddoeshair.com slash setmyrates to grab your copy of the guide and training videos today. Use coupon code podcast at checkout to save 50% off the training for a limited time. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel empowered, knowledgeable, and capable of handling anything that your business throws your way. Don't forget to subscribe to get access to new episodes as they are released each week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Love today's episode? Let me know. Leave me a review and tell me what your biggest takeaway was from the conversation. Have a request for a future topic or someone you'd like to hear me interview? Find me on Instagram at beautybizcollective Collective and drop me a DM. And if you're hungry for more actionable content to help you grow your bridal business, go to www.swearsanddoeshair.com bookmorebrides to sign up for my free on-demand training and learn how to book better quality brides faster, easier, and with less stress.